Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Good morning to Gimli. Gimli awakens in the bed and breakfast that everyone stayed at, the swanky, posh, nice, comfortable bed and breakfast, and he wakes up feeling very refreshed and good and glad that the party spent the extra money to stay there. So that, in fact, that for this day, he gets one D8 of inspiration. Ooh. So be sure you write that down. It is accessible mm-hmm. to you. Gimli wakes up and exits his comfortable stay, and he sees that uh, there is a breakfast service. The people who are running the place are carrying food around. They're bringing out like fresh buffet styles of like meats and eggs and whatnot. And among them is a little orange lizard that has a flaming tail that is wearing an apron and carrying little snacks around. Are you going to help yourself? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Gimli has a good old breakfast. Based on the status of the doors of the rooms of your party, you get the feeling that everyone is still sleeping except for Cindy. You have a feeling that Cindy went up and had the challenge and everyone else is still having a rest. It's probably like 7 or 8 a.m. It's early, but not like too early, but it's it's a good time for Gimli. Is there anything he wants to do before he goes to the Fallville Crawlway to challenge the the new Mauville City Gym? I think so. I think just starting the morning with that is a, a good call. Okay. He does that. Gimli exits from the bed and breakfast the air is crisp it is nice he feels invigorated and ready for the challenge he enters the fallville crawlway there's no line like there was yesterday uh it's clearly not designed to be a pokemon gym but they're just making use of it for now you enter the open foyer area and it is really just a mine there's a tunnel it's been hollowed out but a new addition to this place uh is a little desk standing there there's your classic gym attendant who slash security who is waiting and sees you enter and says welcome may i see your trainer card Absolutely. Hands over trainer card. He takes a look at it and he says, this is your third gym challenge. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Instead of the traditional red doors that you would open to enter the gym, you simply are walking through a mined tunnel. Uh, There are lights, incandescent light bulbs that are dangling from the ceiling in a traditional way, easy to install, quick to have working. And you walk forward and you find yourself in a square hollowed out area that has a platform with a minecart at the end of the room. The minecart goes down a tunnel. Standing in front of the minecart are two little girls, probably like four or five years old. They look up to you and they say, Hi, trainer! Welcome to the gym! Yay! Hello. (laughs) They say, I'm Cleo. And the other one says, I'm Chloe. And in unison, they say, We'll be your first challenger. Oh. (laughs) They say, Please prepare for a double battle and choose two Pokemon. Yay! Hmm. All right, let's see. I'll go with Lasagna and Toidle. Lasagna and Toidle, great. Lasagna, the great little hermit crap with the gem shell on its back, hits the field. And Toidle, the classic sleepy-eyed red Torkoal, also lands. They and Chloe say, hooray, let's get started. And they send out two little mouse Pokemon. They look very similar, but one is red and has an aesthetic of a plus sign. The other one is blue, has aesthetic of a minus sign. It seems like they are best of friends. You may roll initiative for this encounter. Just one. Just one for your team. 13. They also got a 13. They have higher decks. I will give it to them. Okay. Cleo and Chloe are going to start off this battle. They say, Plessy and Miney, you can do this. And the little rodent scope, like they they cheer. Uh, The blue one looks over at Plessy, the Plessel, and claps its hands and does a little dance. Uh, You would assume that this is similar to helping hand. Plessy... Stares down at lasagna and fires off a bolt of electricity to be specific, a thunderbolt. And they roll a natural one. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, it goes wide. Uh, Gimli notices that as they fire this off, when Plusle throws off the lightning bolt, there's a stream of electricity that flows from Minan's cheeks into Plusle's cheeks and then out into the thunderbolt. And the resulting right. crater that is left by it is way more powerful than it looks like it should be coming from these little critters. It looks like if it had hit Dwebble, it would have done a lot of damage. Oh. <laughs> However, it is now Gimli's turn. So we're going to open with a yawn onto Minan. Okay. So that just happens. It does happen. Minan starts to feel drowsy. 
And then for my attack with lasagna, we're just going to go for a simple Rock Blast into Plusle. Rock Blast into Plusle? Sure. Roll to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, does a 17 hit? It does. It does, in fact, hit. Cool. So let me roll for my hits on this. Uh, that's five rocks. Okay. All five of them? <laughs> yes. Crazy. I got a four. Yeah, so... Um, okay, then I'll do the damage. So, uh, 36 damage. 36? I guess that's a full hit rock blast, but jeez. Yeah, yeah, it hits. Yeah. Pretty hard. Um, Plusle gets smacked. Boom, 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 boom. Five rocks to the face. Uh, it gets pushed back and pushed back, and it crawls out from underneath the rocks, and it seems like it is barely holding on. Um, it lets out a sad little squeal, and Cleo's like, no, Plussy. And Plussy's like, like they're very sad Jeez. uh what about uh your other mon what about toidle Toidle already on oh right yes true that did happen correct the sleepy minin uh is realizing it's probably going to fall asleep soon so it approaches toidle and it tries to look very very cute and it is in fact using its move charm uh you must make a wisdom save dc 12 i fail it's a four okay Toidal is charmed and uh, is for any saves that it issues to other Pokemon, they will have two points easier to pass and any attacks to hit are going to be two harder to hit for one minute. Okay. So it's about six rounds. Plus C is just going to redo the Thunderbolt uh, without the helping hand. However, you can see that as it's charging up, it is still sapping electric energy from Miney. Um, charging into lasagna. Let's see if it hits. Uh, that is a 12 to hit. No. Thunderbolt not making the mark. Very, very unfortunate. That is their turn. Uh, let's see. And does that mean Minin falls asleep? Yes. After the charm, Minin takes a snooze. Okay. Alright, so Toidle's gonna go for a Rock Tomb that is a DC 15 strength save. Uh, into who? Into, uh, that is into Plotzel. Plus, okay. What was the DC? Uh, DC was 15. Okay, so it'll be 13. it'll be 13 because of the charm. And it's strength, so that's not much for Plusle. But they get a natural 7, so they fail. So that is 9 damage. Okay. Um, Plusle gets plummeted by rocks and gets knocked out. And okay. Cleo says no and runs up to Plussy and taps a Pokeball to its forehead and cries a little bit and says, you can do this, Miney. And Chloe says, come on, Miney, I believe in you. But Miney is sleeping. Your other mon, Lasagna? Let me see. Cause I'm seeing about sleep status. Because mm -hmm. so. like, if I pelt to a rock, it has to roll to wake up, right? Yes, that is correct. Now, it's a multi-hit move. Do we treat that as if it's like multiple attempts to wake up? Or nah, nah, it's a tech. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm just like curious. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the attack features multiple hits is the way I see it. Right, right, right. Now nah, I understand that. Okay, so I will then go for another Rock Blast into Minin. Okay. Let's see if uh, Lasagna's keeping pace here. Yeah, 16 hits, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 31 damage. Wow! Yeah, rolled another five. The <laughs> heck? Lasagna's not messing around. Yeah, Lasagna's popping off. <laughs> okay, yeah. Once again, five rocks smash into the <laughs> poor sleeping Minin. Yes. Uh, just destroying it, obliterating it. It's hanging on with a sliver of HP. Um, let's see if it wakes up. 11 or higher on a d20. Natural 20. Great. Of course it wakes up <laughs> because it gets utterly destroyed by a series of rocks. But it doesn't have much of energy left in it. However, it will get to make an attack this turn and it will do its best. It will try. Um, it will loose a Thunderbolt off towards Toidal. You notice that uh, with Plessy recalled, Miney like, has a lot less electrical power. So it, as it shoots off with a cumulative 13 to hit. That's a cumulative? That's plus the bonus? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that doesn't hit. Okay. Um, you can see that the Thunderbolt that whizzes by Toidal smacks into the ground and it like barely like leaves a little impact at all. It seems like these two Pokemon really rely on each other for damage. Um, why doesn't Gimli finish off this battle? <laughs> why doesn't it? Um, well, here, Lasagna's doing a good chunk of work, so I'll just I'll let them go for it. I guess we'll, we'll go for a smackdown, because I'm pretty sure it's pretty weak, and I don't want to waste the PP, so. Fair enough. Yeah, throw a single rock at them. Do it. 
Uh, yeah, that's a dirty 22. Yep, that will hit, and you don't need to roll damage. It knocks yeah. out. Um, the, the rock seems to have a trajectory to it that whatever it impacts is going to be forced into the ground, and as it hits with mine, and its head just plops into the dirt, and it is not moving. Crab rave. Crab rave. <laughs> Total's getting into it, too. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. Polly runs forward and is like, Miney, no! And Miney just goes, just it's it's out. <laughs> Um, uh, Miney gets recalled, and Cleo and Chloe say, "Wow, trainer, you're so strong." Flexes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they see the muscle. Actually, roll charisma. <laughs> oh, oh God, it's gonna get so bad. I know it. I have a feeling <laughs> this is like such a Schmidt move that I'm like, oh yeah. no, <laughs> oh no, thirty twenty one. Oh hell yeah, they're like. What? look at him and they're like just amazed uh, they they think you're so cool um and they think you're so cool in fact that they reach into their pockets and they each scrounge out one dollar each and they both give you a dollar no 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 you don't have to give me a dollar you're fine they say it's the rules of the gym if you win you get money yay all right oh that's my inventory <laughs> a yeah. dollar two they each give you one. Yeah, they each give I dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. each. It's like oh, okay. <laughs> I I to just so you know, I did roll for that, and they did not do it. Yeah, and That's awesome. they said, "Thank you for the challenge. If you get on the minecart, it'll take you to your next trainer." Run it home. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Do you get in? Yes. You do that. It's a pretty nice kind of like not to run down mine that you're in. It seems like whatever resources they were mining out have been cleared. Uh, it's a tunnel, and it's a tunnel that it connects Fall Arbor and Mauville, so maybe at this point there were resources in this mountainside, but now it's like for transportation, perhaps, and they're like working on getting that infrastructure. That's what it looks like to you. Um, you're not going to roll for that because you're a miner, and you can kind of tell yeah, these things. I know what it is, yeah. Um, as you're zooming by, you see that there are light bulbs dangling from the ceiling, but there's also some sort of source of natural light. There are little orbs that are connected to the walls and the ceiling and it seems like there's a certain kind of pokemon that is hanging around here roll a perception i got a what's that a 10 a 10 yeah 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 you don't make anything out in particular but you can tell there's some scurrying there's some sounds and there's some small to medium-sized pokemon that are vibing in this mine that's all you can tell it's a little dark you can't quite make it out the mine cart ends its path and you end up in another squarish area and there's a little platform. There's a metal raised platform on on the railway. And there is a young man trainer. He's got messy hair. He's wearing a plaid shirt. And he says, welcome. Uh, my name's Edward. I'll be your second challenger. Pleasure. Uh, he says, so for me, we'll be doing a single battle and you can choose up to three Pokemon. All right. We'll do. Toidle, Trevor and Brigalad. Cool. And for the listeners at home, who's Brigalad? Uh, Bregolad is the Sudowoodo I caught in the last session. Yeah. Well, or the previous session before that. Yep, yeah. Correct. Hasn't hit the field yet, but is ready yeah. for the gym challenge. Brand new. Yep. So we're we're going to open with Trevor, though. Awesome. For sure. Edward says, I, I hope you don't mind. And he gestures to his neck and chest and he has a camera on a strap. It's an old fashioned camera that has a big old flashbulb on it. He says, if it's OK, I'd like to take pictures of our battle. I'm a photographer and I, these always make really great shots. Oh, yeah. No problem. He says, great. All right, time to get started. You're up, Flaffy. And before you, you see a beautiful, cute little bipedal sheep with adorable woolly fur on its head and its shoulders, and it has a little orb on its tail. Um, you may roll initiative. Uh, I got an 11. Okay, they got a six. You will be going first. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so opening, let's see, a classic. We're going to open with a rock blast from trevor okay classic maneuver yep 23 okay yeah for sure rocks my my high rolling today um that is 22 damage okay did you add your rock incense on that too oh i didn't so that is uh 26 26 damage yeah nice good hit um three rocks fire out of trevor's stony carapace and smack into flaffy pa 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 and flaffy loses its footing a little bit but then it readjusts and it takes a deep breath Edward says, oh, sorry. As a bonus action, I'm going to harden as well. Yeah, sure. Go for it. So, yeah, that just happens. It so. raises your AC, right? Um, no, harden oh. uh, reduces damage by 1d8 plus 3 when I take a source of damage. Okay. So then I roll it during that time frame. Got it, got that it, got it. Makes yeah. sense. Okay, yeah, sure. That 
definitely happens. You can notice Trevor's uh, stony body gets a little more harder, a little more dense. Edward says, all right, Flaffy, you know what to do. And he puts the camera to his eye and you can hear the sound of his flashbulb charging up that kind of sweet kind of sound. Um, Flaffy stares down Trevor and holds out its tiny, cute little hands. And it looks very focused and it starts its wool starts vibrating and it is building a static charge. That is their turn. Cool. So <laughs> incoming the skate version, sap cannon or something. All right. Yeah, let's just uh, let's fire off another rock blast and see okay. if we uh, we hit it out of this. Sure. Uh, Seventeen. That will connect. Thirty-six damage. Jeez, big hit. Yeah, yeah, that um, rock incense coming in. Yeah, five rocks smash into Flaffy, one after another. Flaffy gets pushed back and pushed back on the platform, but it's still standing, and it's still maintaining its charge. At this moment, Edward says, all right, now, and he takes a photo with his fo- with his camera. And at the same time, Flaffy unleashes an enormous thunderbolt from its body directly towards Trevor. Trevor must make a save, a deck save. Deck save. Ooh, no good. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that failed. We got a six. Six. OK. Uh, incoming massive electrotype attack for neutral damage to Trevor. Let's see how they roll. Uh, 21 points of electric uh, damage. Okay, so Harden kicks in. Okay. And I reduce that by... That's not, so 8 damage. 8 damage. And what what did you get natural? What was your natural roll? My natural roll? Yes. It was a 6. For, oh no, my natural roll was an 8. For, for defending against the attack? Yeah, that was a, an 8 on the die. Okay. Trevor barely avoids a condition of paralysis with his defense. Edward says, Oh, that was a great shot! And Flaffy lets out a satisfied little... Bleh! And it is now Trevor's turn again. I did consume another PP for Harden because I was supposed to recast it again, but you went right into Zap Cannon and want to interrupt you. Ah, it was, in fact, not Zap Cannon, but yeah, fair enough. Um, oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. yeah, because, okay, you wasted a Harden because nothing happened that turn that you did it. Right, because okay. it's considered until my next move. Yes, got so, it. Yep. So, yeah, I just, I just consumed it on the, the sheet. Just uh, yeah, that's fair. Clarity. Understood. We're just going to keep on keep, Actually, well, I might have static. I wouldn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's HP, but that's still risky. This is more consistent. So we're going to go for a headbutt into Flaffy there. Okay, sure. Let's see it. Oh, I crit failed. Crit failed. No, Trevor, not known to be the most dexterous Pokemon charges towards Flaffy and Flaffy's able to just kind of step to the side. And Trevor has so much momentum because of his heavy body. He just whizzes past it. Anything else for your turn? Harden once more. Yeah. Okay. Edward says, all right, Flaffy, you know what to do. And he changes his position he kind of moves away off the side of the platform and he puts his camera to his eye and you hear the flashbulb charging up at the same time that the flashbulb charges up flaffy stands in place and looks towards trevor and vibrates its wool charging static it is trevor's turn all right so it moved away from me we're going for a rock blast again okay uh 17 that will connect then 26 26 points of damage as three rocks fire out of Trevor's body and smack into Flaffy. This dispels the charge from its body and Flaffy falls to the ground, knocked out. Taking too many rocks to the face is bad for someone who's trying to fire off electric laser beams, apparently. Edward says, you did great, Flaffy, return. Then he pulls out a different Pokeball on his belt. All right. And he says, you're up. And out comes not an Electrotype Pokemon, but a Pokemon you've seen before in Mauville City. Uh, This Pokemon is a Gloom. It has a green body and a green bluish body and a stinky flower on top of its head. Thankfully, this tunnel has a good airflow in it, so it doesn't linger too much. It looks like it's drooling. Its eyes are closed. It is, in fact, Gloom's turn as they hit the field. And Gloom will face down Trevor and shake the leaves around its bulb and spray a powder onto Trevor. This is a sleep powder, and Trevor must make a con saving throw. What's the uh, requirement? It's 13. I crit. All right. No effect. Trevor <laughs> uh, Trevor does not care about sleep powder whatsoever. Gloom looks a little discouraged, but is also not too concerned. What will Trevor do? Uh, Trevor will be a classic boy and fire off another rap blast. Okay, let's see it. Um, 10. Does a 10 hit or no? 10 does not hit Gloom, unfortunately. Gloom is able to just kind of roll its large round body out of the way of the incoming rocks and it stands it's at attention and it's prepared to attack again prepping harden okay harden is being prepped edward says all right gloom i think it's time 
and he chooses a new position on the other side of the platform and he kind of just lays on the ground and puts the camera to his face and gloom uh begins standing in place and charging up some sort of energy you notice that the lights that are dangling from the ceiling start to lose some of their power and wiggle against the ceiling as gloom is charging up some sort of attack it is now trevor's turn we're gonna switch trevor out okay uh for toidle okay that's a pretty pro gamer move i think <laughs> uh toidle hits the field and that is the action unless toidle gets bonus actions and stuff i'm not sure it does i'm checking i don't think so no as Toidle hits the field, facing down another sleepy-eyed Pokemon, Gloom finishes charging his energy. Gimli notices as the lights in this room flicker off for a second as Gloom has consumed all the light energy in the room and fires it off towards Toidle. Toidle must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, what is the throw? 13. I hit it. 13. Okay. You are able to defend against it. You will til- still take some damage, not much at all. As a solar beam flies out of Gloom's bulb and connects into Toidal. Now it notes on Drought that there's like additional effects. Is there something to do with solar beam, or does it just not take a turn to charge? Um, do you do you want to know, or does Gimli want to know? Who's asking? <laughs> well, I, I don't. I just didn't. I didn't know if something else was going to happen because of um, the sun being. I wanted to remind you that the on sun is. on this turn, nothing additional happens. Okay. I'm going to end up quartering the damage that I rolled because you've passed the save and because you resist. So, uh, total takes five points of grass type damage. It may not apply to this battle at all, but the sun effect that total has caused makes gloom very energetic, and it seems like it can move around very quickly. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and I didn't say flavor. Right as the solar beam connected with total, Edward took a picture. Just throwing that out. That's very cool. Um. Okay. Uh. Total is going to go for a flame wheel. That is a DC uh, 15 dex saving throw. Okay. Gloom rolls it, gets a natural 20, avoids all damage. Wow. That's really good. Okay. That is the turn for me then. Okay. With the sun being out, Gloom feels very invigorated, and Edward just replaced his uh, camera roll. He just put new film in. And he's like, all right, Gloom, it's time. We're going to go quicker now. And Gloom says, Gloom, and uh, fires off an immediate solar beam towards Toidle. Uh, DC 13, deck save. 18. 18, another pass. Um, once again, according to damage, uh, once again, dealing five points of grass-type damage. Um, and Edward takes a picture immediately. It's now Toidle's turn. All right, we're trying for that other flame wheel. Okay. going to hurt a lot, so definitely want it. Dex, so. Deck save on Gloom. It's going to be an 11. Okay. They fail. So we get with the sun. Let me see what the damage is added to it. So that's 22 damage on the flame wheel. 22? Mm-hmm. Still a pretty sizable hit. Um, mm-hmm. Gloom is not enjoying taking that kind of damage. Its eyes open up for a second as Toidal spins its body and flames shoot out in all directions. And Gloom gets caught on fire a little bit. And the sun effect that Toidal is causing makes it hurt a little bit more. It's been it's a five turn time limit on drought. Did we establish that? It is. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's cool. been two turns. It's been two. Yeah. Once again, Edward and Gloom are ready to rapid fire their techniques. Solar beam coming out. Uh, DC 13 deck save. 19. 19. Great. Total nimble. Yeah. Total. It just doesn't really care about these solar beams at all. I'm going to roll damage. Going to quarter it. Seven points of solar beam damage as gloom is just immediately rapid firing these and as each beam fires off edward is ready to take another photo um back to toidle turn three of sun um yeah we'll go for another flame wheel yeah. see 15 i think these mons just have the same idea for what they want to do yeah so fire 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 yeah <laughs> keep hitting yeah deck save is 11 again okay i got my brain uh 32 damage 32 damage that's more what i was expecting something yeah. like that Gloom takes a sizable hit from this flame wheel, still barely standing, but it uh, doesn't look like it has a whole lot more energy left in it. However, it's still feeling invigorated by the sun, so it will once again fire off a solar beam. We're just forcing each other to take deck saves. 18, Jesus. Jeez, Toidle. Uh, <laughs> they rolled basically the same number, so once again, seven points of grass-type damage as another solar beam flies out of Gloom's bulb right as Edward takes a photo of Toidle. Uh, I'm going to go for this turn. I'm going to go for a rock tomb. Oh, here. okay. So Switching it up. Yeah. So it's a strength save 15. Okay. Um, they get a, nat- a dirty five. 13 damage. 
13 points of damage as rocks pummel into Gloom's body, trapping it in place and also knocking it out. The stench disappears and Gloom takes a little exhausted snooze as Edward recalls Gloom. He says, you did a great job. And Gloom does not respond because it's knocked out. Uh, <laughs> Edward says, all right, counting on you, buddy. You're my last chance. Come on out. And he throws out a Pokeball that features a very regal, sophisticated looking owl Pokemon. It has little horns on its head and its eyes are piercing, a piercing gaze. He's going to open up and uh, Edward's going to replace the film in his camera roll. And in the meantime, Noctowl is going to stare at Toidle intently and use hypnosis, asking for a wisdom save. DC 14. Oh, nope. Got a two. Okay. Toidle taking a snooze. Here's the thing with D&D is that if there's wise Pokemon, an owl's got to be wise. And hypnosis is based off wisdom. Yeah, no, that, that seems better. I think the sun is still out for like one more turn, but I don't think it really matters that much yeah. now that total snoozing. I'm going to switch total out for Brigalad. Okay, so. cool. Brigalad hits the field. The Sudowoodo for the first time in battle. It is very eager to get some action going. What's its nature? Hardy. I'm going to check the sheet though. His Hardy gives it AC. Um, right. I, I just wanted that for flavor to see how it would react to being in battle. I think it just means confidence. <laughs> I think it just means yeah. he's it's like, yeah, yeah, he's ready for action. <laughs> As Brigalad hits the field, Edward replaces his camera roll and uh, he positions his camera to his face. The bull begins charging up. And in the meantime, uh, Noctowl spreads its wings, focuses intently, stares at Brigalad, and its wings begin to glow. That is its turn. Oh, OK. <laughs> Damn, he just likes all the cool charge moves, this guy. <laughs> I wonder if there's a theme with his camera. Yeah, I don't know, crazy. Yeah. He's in it for the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's in for. Uh-huh. That's so funny. Uh, okay, we're gonna go with uh, the signature move here. I want to see it. I want to see it do some damage. Let's go with head smash. Head smash time, dude. This is gonna be obliterate. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, twenty four on the die. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's see it. It's time. Oh, good news. I have. I literally have five d six in front of me. I'm gonna roll them all at once. Great. Forty eight damage. Forty eight damage. Believe it or not, Noctowl is still standing. That's um, sick. Yeah, Bregalad charges forward, um, first attack of the campaign, and smacks its head into the Noctowl that's just standing there, just charging up energy, and Noctowl gets smacked just around. It just flies backwards several, several feet. Um, it still has maintained its charge, and it's ready to commit. Uh, Edward seems concerned, but he says, Noctowl, now! And Noctowl jumps into the air, flaps its wings, and dives straight towards Bregalad uh, with a sky attack. It gets a 10 to hit. Uh, no. Okay. Um, cleanly misses. Bregalad kind of stands in place and moves its limbs like Sudowoodo does. It's like, like a little dancing tree. And, uh, Noctowl just dives through, just misses completely, um, lands on the ground, and stares down Sudowoodo yet again. It is Gimli's turn. All right. <laughs> I can't waste another head smash. So that's very low BP. Yeah. And Noctowl's pretty not, not massive. So yeah. a low kick will still be neutral. Mm-hmm what hammers resisted i would describe noctile as medium as a dm yeah i would i would definitely say medium yeah because it's a big bird it's like deceptively huge yeah yeah yeah. but not like deceptively huge does not make a big bird (laughs) right 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 um okay yeah we'll just we'll keep it simple we'll low kick it so pretty standard damage 11 that does not hit unfortunately noctile is able to just just jump jump over it flutter a little bit Edward begins charging up his bolt, and Noctowl begins charging up its flying bird energy for another sky attack on the following turn. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's going to happen unless you <laughs> knock it out. Yeah, we'll do the same thing again. We'll go for a low kick here. Again, not to waste our ultra powerful move. Sure. Does a 16 hit? 16 does hit. Okay. Does uh, 8 damage? 8 damage. Noctowl is still standing with 2 oh, HP. Nice. <laughs> Wow! He's barely hey. on there. Knocked owl. Gonna dive into the sky and dive away from Sudowoodo into the tunnel. It's blazing fast, faster than you could ever think a knocked owl could move. And Edward seems very excited. He uh, puts his camera out, and then from the opposite end of the tunnel, from where you entered the gym, knocked owl comes flying back to hit Sudowoodo from behind with a sky attack. No bonuses or anything. That's just flavor. That's just flavor. That um, sounds neat. Nineteen to hit. Uh, Nineteen does hit. Okay going to deal resisted flying type damage dealing a total of 12 points okay it's a strong attack but the resistance 
the resistance certainly helps. Um, For sure. And Edward gets a phenomenal photograph of nice. knocked out while charging towards the rock tree. Uh, it is that was pretty cool. Sudoto <laughs> yeah. uh, gets a turn. Two HP knocked out. Can he do it? Can he do it? Can he hit this low kick, which guarantees death? Let's see. Uh, 15. 15 meets the armor class. That is a hit. Nice. It's dead. <laughs> cool. Uh, kind of waddles towards Noctowl as a Sudowoodo would and does a sweeping <laughs> little kick on its tiny little talons. <laughs> and Noctowl basically just trips and then gets knocked out. It's... I just think he just like does his little, he does like arm flare to be like, I want to be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He's um, like, yeah, and it's just still a simple like little stubby sweeping <laughs> kick. <laughs> yeah. He's got a big grin on his face the whole time. And Edward right. manages to get actually a really good picture of Sudowoodo in the meantime. There goes the battle. Um, yeah. Edward says, great job. That was awesome. I got some really good shots out of that. Thank you. Yeah, that was, that was really fun. That was cool. Um, <laughs> very cool text. He says, thanks. Yeah, I have a bit of a, a bit of a theme with my team. We all like to just charge up and go all out at once. Yeah. He gives you, he rolled well, 37 Poké dollars. Not bad. Wow. Pretty yeah. sizable. And he fully restores your whole team. Oh, cool. I was about to ask that. I'm like, can I use potions? Yep. Like, I guess I don't have to. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, he says, all right, just one more challenge ahead of you. It's gym leader Watson. Are you ready? Yeah. He says, great. And he steps off of the platform that you were battling on. And he just starts waving at you. I like expectantly. I like he just yeah. well, what's going on. And then the platform starts moving itself. Uh, it the the railway, the cartway opens up to be wider to accommodate the whole platform. And you're whizzing further into the mine. Uh, you notice around you that there's still more of those like orbs that are giving off light. Uh, the halls are also lit with human installed lights. And you're also noticing the shining, glimmering gemstones are present. It seems like perhaps maybe this is why this mountain was hollowed out. is because there's rare, valuable gems and metals here. Uh, you arrive at a large chasm uh, in the middle of the mine. It's got ceilings that are probably half a mile high. And uh, it's very deep in length. It goes so far down, you can't see to the end. You arrive at a platform that connects to the one that you were riding on, and they smash together with a satisfying iron clink. And there you see a bearded man with white hair in a wheelchair. And he wheels up to you. He says, welcome, challenger. My name's Watson. Hello. He says, I met you before. You helped me out with the, the, the new Marvel situation. I remember you. I did. It was good to see you again. He looks closely at you, and he says, hold on. And he is going to make a roll of some sort. He says... I just thought of something. Uh, first, we're going to battle. But afterwards, I need to talk with you. All right. He says, great. For my challenge, I utilize a specific technique known as the volt switch. Take a look at your Pokeballs. Do you do so? Yes. You see that all of the balls that you have in your inventory currently have the little button on the front lit up in red. Um, okay. He says, be prepared for a dynamic and ever-changing battle. Oh my god. Uh, he, yeah, you look around you, there are little like electrode poles, like little rod, little lightning rods with like plasma coils on them, and they arc around the whole battlefield, kind of like making an a electric barrier of some sort of little force field. They're charging, coursing with electricity. And he says, you can use up to three Pokemon, and I'm ready to battle when you are. And he sends out his first Pokemon, just so you get to look at it. And it is a chubby orange mouse with a long black tail with a lightning bolt on the end and yellow cheeks. It looks like it's ready for action. The order that you choose your Pokemon is important. It is, yeah, because I'm assuming I just rotate through the whole team. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go Brigalad, Lasagna, Turtle in that order. Turtle in that order. Okay. Roll your initiative. Okay. They crit failed. I got an eight. So that works for me. <laughs> yep. You will be going first in every situation. Right. Let the battle begin. All right. We're opening strong, baby. Let's go in with a head smash. But for we're going to be a little dramatic about it. So okay. like Braylad's really feeling himself after that big hit. So he's just like, OK, here we go. So he tries to do something flashy after seeing Noctowl do stuff. So he's going to try to like do a sprint and then a running jump and try to come down on his head uh -huh. directly on top of him. It's just for flavor. Just it's head to head. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Just head to head. Trying to go for that direct head, but he's like, I want to fly. Okay. Like, cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Let's see it. He crit. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's crazy. Wait, that's so sick. Yeah. All right. So what, that's what a default 30. Uh, so crit is you get your max roll by default and then you roll on top of it. 
So that's 50 damage. 50 points of rock type damage as Bregolad does a super flashy headbutt right into Raichu. Um, does not pick up the KO, but Raichu is not thrilled about it either. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Very good. Raichu glances back, looking confident, uh, slaps its cheeks, and little sparks fly off of its hands, and it closes its eyes, faces forward, and shoots off a thunderbolt towards Bregolad the Sudowoodo, um, getting a 10 to hit. No. That will not succeed. Uh, Bregolad does one of his uncanny little Sudowoodo dodges, and the thunderbolt goes wide. It is at this moment that both Raichu and Sudowoodo are forcefully recalled and in Raichu's place comes Magneton, and in Sudowoodo's place comes Lasagna. Okay. Lasagna gets to go first. Nice. It's Magneton. Does it have, like, floating properties at all, or no? Um, it is yeah. above the ground. Right. But... I guess that's irrelevant. It, yeah, it hovers close to the ground, we'll say. How's that? Yeah, it's not super relevant. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go for just standard Rock Blast for Lasagna. Okay. Does a 17 hit? It does, actually, despite being a steel type. That does connect. Mm -hmm. Eight rocks. That's five. Five rocks. Very cool. Okay. So I hit 31. So that rounds down to 15, right? Yeah, perfect. 15 points of rock type damage. Um, As five rocks plummet into the three individual little magnemite that make up this magneton, um, they seem to shrug it off fairly comfortably, but they're not thrilled that they took damage either. Um, you can see little uh, shreds of metal coating fly off their body. They focus their eyes together and they spin their magnets around in a fierce manner and they generate um, a charge of metallic energy and they blast it off towards Lasagna with a flash cannon. Rolling to hit. Uh, That is a 19 to hit. That hits. Okay, incoming. Super effective, right? I don't think Bug resists. uh... Bug, I don't believe, resists electricity. It's a steel type move. Oh, steel type, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, I don't think it does. Okay. Um, Super effective flash cannon going to come in and deal 21 points of steel type damage to Lasagna. Is at this moment, both Pokemon are forcefully recalled to their Pokeballs, and out comes Toidal versus a blue wolf with an electric yellow mane, Manectric. Watson's ace Pokemon, and Toidal gets to go first. Okay. Drop does kick in there. It sure does. So we will go for a. Is he allowed to recall if I restrain him? Um. Yeah. How does that work? You know. Uh. Yes. Here's the thing. So Watson's gonna have to. It's like when you're trying to catch a Pokemon for, uh, that's really far away or something. Like roll for it. Yeah, yeah. He'll. He'll. It's not really him rolling for it. It's like the mechanism that's in this gym, but the mechanism has to roll a dexterity check. Okay. That's what yeah, I'll, go for the, I'll go for the rock team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a strength 15 save. Okay. Um, natural one. All right. He is giga stuck. Yep, for sure. Okay. So that the damage is going to be not very good. Seven damage is damage. Yep. Seven points of rock type damage as Manectric gets covered in rocks and cannot move. Um, it is restrained, right? Is that the proper term for restrained? Yeah, it's restrained. Okay. Because it cannot move, there are three attacks that it cannot use. So it will look down at Toidal and fire off um, a burst of flame from its mouth. A flame burst. A coverage attack oh. that Manectric has access to. Um, Interesting. This... <laughs> I like how you clarify that. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want anyone to be surprised by that, but it's true. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. The flame burst will also be strengthened by the sun, which it will need because it's a resisted hit. But uh, oh, it's a it's a it's a save. It's um it's a hard save. It's a sixteen dexterity save. Okay. Wow. Nope. That's a fail. <laughs> That's okay. a fail. Yep. All right. I'm instead of uh yeah I'm gonna have the damage seventeen points of fire type damage coming from this flame burst. Uh, it smacks into Toidal and it seems like. If there were other Pokemon nearby Toidal, they might have taken a little bit of splash damage from the explosive flames. <laughs> the Volt Switch activates, and I'm going to say it needs uh, DC. You know what? No. Because Manectric critically failed, I'm going to say it cannot be recalled this turn. Um, okay. And while it, is, while it is restrained, it will have to make a DC 10. Not it, but the environment makes a DC 10 uh, dexterity check to get it. So Manectric stays, and Bregolab yeah. comes back in. All right. Bregolab, 
you see, he comes out, he's like, what's going on? Assess the situation, he's like, oh, an opportune time, and he's gonna try to, like, he's doing head smash, but it's gonna look like, sort of like a butt slam. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> he's probably a cannonballing on top of the pile of rocks, which probably will disrupt the rocks, but that is a-okay with me if okay, it hits. sure. So, yeah. let's see what happens. Um, does a 15 hit? It meets the armor class, so it does hit. 24 damage. Nice. Sizable little head smash. Bregolad goes for a charismatic leap and just puts its butt around the face of Manectric, who smashes it between the rocks. Um, displaces the rocks. We're going to say that Manectric cannot make a melee attack, but and it will be guaranteed to be switched out here. I think that is a reasonable thing. However, it will fire off a flame burst towards okay. the Sudowoodo, since that is its only ranged attack. Uh, DC 16 dex. And no, it's still powered up by the drought. Yes, that is a two. That's a two? Yes. Okay. Uh, resisted hit is going to be 14 points of okay. fire-type damage. Mm -hmm. And then both the Pokemon are recalled. Mm -hmm. uh, my order is now messed up, but we have Raichu versus Lasagna, correct? Yep. Cool. Those Pokemon hit the field, and they're uh, staring down each other. What will Lasagna do? Rock Blast! <laughs> Rock Blast time! <laughs> Crabrave Rock Blast! Right, you did formally take a big hit from Bregolad's head smash, so it is not full HP, it's not out of HP, but somewhere in the middle. Um, does a 9 hit? It does not, unfortunately. Raichu yeah. is a little more dexterous than that. Lasagna fires off its rocks, and unfortunately Raichu is able to dodge out of the way. Raichu is going to use a unique technique here. Raichu is going to fling its tail towards Lasagna, and flinging off of its tail is going to be a sticky web made of electricity as an electroweb attempts to connect with Lasagna, attempting to hold it in place. Um, I believe a dirty 23 will hit. Yes. Okay. Lasagna, taking the web, sealing it to the ground, uh, kind of a mid-roll, dealing 13 points of electric-type damage, and okay. uh, the, the mechanism of the room will have a trickier time getting a hold of Lasagna for the switch-out. It is pinned to the ground. Well, okay. Ornberry does proc, so I actually heal five points of that damage. Okay. So I'm at five life. Cool. Yeah. The electricity of the web interferes with the electricity that makes the volt switch function. So why don't you just roll a d10? And uh, below a 10 is going to be it stays, and over a 10 it will switch. 19. 19. Okay. Uh, lasagna gets called out. And in comes Toidal versus, oh gosh, <laughs> versus Magneton. My tactics. Yikes, yeah. <laughs> All part of the plan, baby. Oh, I really just wanted Lasagna to not fuck Magneton. Yeah, that's fair. It's kind of not okay. All right. It's flame wheel time. Oh, yeah. Let's see it. Sun boosted flame wheel. Sun boosted flame wheel. So that's DC 15 deck save. Okay. Uh, they get a 10. All right. 29 damage. 29 points. Fire type damage in the sun. Uh, as Toidal spins its shell and fire shoots out in all directions, smacking into the three Magnemites that make up the Magneton, and you notice as their metal coating starts to melt off of their bodies, taking incredible damage. Um, they are still up, they are still standing. The three Magnemites begin to whirl around in a, in a frenzied circle, and they're generating a sonic energy about their body. They're making a screeching, annoyingly loud sound, and Toidal has to make a DC 13 constitution save. Uh, that is a... Yeah, that is a dirty 20. Toidal takes exactly 10 points of sonic boom damage. At that moment, the volt switch triggers, and out comes Manectric versus Regalad. Regalad. That restore restored my PP, right? That yes, it did? it did, yeah. Okay. So we still have one more head smash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the last move he saw? <laughs> uh, Manectric? No, Regalad. Oh, uh, Flame Burst. He did see Flame Burst. It's the only movie seen from Manectric. Oh, we're still in the sun, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to copycat Flame Burst. <laughs> oh, no way. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So let me uh, look at these stats then. So if you're going to be issuing a save. This is your strength is higher than your dex, right? Correct. And then what's your proficiency bonus? And what's your strength modifier? I think your strength is plus four, right? My strength is plus four. Yeah. Okay. My proficiency bonus is three. Okay, it should be... You know, I think it's just going to be the same attack, actually. Yeah, I think it ends up being the um, same, right? That would yeah. make sense. That's pretty high bonus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... DC 16. Yeah, uh, dexterity. Let's see. It's a good stat for Manectric. Uh, they pass. 
Okay. Oh. Um, but they're still going to take half as much fire damage. It's two d twelve plus four. Oh, but that's without the charge or the, without the sun though. So two d four plus seven, I think. Uh, seventeen damage. Nice. Not bad for a borrowed move. <laughs> Pseudo Uda. Just like, I think I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Spits out lava. Yep. Pseudo Uda has unique mimicry abilities. And, it, uh, you know, if you think about it, its whole life is dedicated to mimicry. So if it, given the chance to copy something, it will do its best to do so. And Pseudo Uda summoned a natural power inside of it to create a flame burst. And it dealt some significant damage to Manectric. Pretty funny. Manectric gonna charge forward with Jaws a Sparkin with a Thunder Fane into Sudowoodo, um, getting a 16 to hit. That meets the armor class, so pass okay. it. Let's see that damage. Dealing just 14 points of electric type damage. Three of my dice were ones. Good overall turn, good good exchange. Manectric gets yep. forcefully recalled for Raichu. Bregolad gets forcefully recalled for Lasagna. All right. All right, Lasagna. Hit him with them rocks. Come on. You can do it. Let's go. Crab rave. Yeah. 20. <laughs> no, that wasn't a crib. Um, it was a dirty 20. Dirty 20 works. Not as fun, but still funny. Uh, crab rave. Crab rave. Five rocks. Five rocks. Three. Okay. Yeah, three rocks. Yeah. Over five more. Uh, three rocks, and that would be for damage. 19 damage. Wow. Nice hit. 19 points of rock-type damage into Raichu as uh, Lasagna does their specialty move, their rock blast, their gemmy rocks launched out of their body, smacking into Raichu. Raichu, not too disturbed about it, um, going to position its tail as a ground onto the metal platform that they are on and fire off a Thunderbolt. Uh, 17 to hit. That does hit. Okay. Incoming electric damage for uh, 26 points of electric-type damage. That, in fact, I think knocks out Lasagna, unless... Unless... Uh, They can hang on with one HP due to Pride of the Miners. Pride of the Miners, let's go! Utilization! Uh, Lasagna hangs on, and uh, Gimli... Do you have any flavor for that? Do you, like, say anything or do anything? It just looks like he's gonna... Like, he absorbs the electricity, he's like... (laughs) Lasagna's like, oh my god, this hurts so bad! Like, no, hang on! You can do it! And he's like, ah! <laughs> he, just, he just crab raves through the electricity. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, Lasagna, thanks to Gimli's motivation, uh, is able to hang on with one HP as as uh, the Pride of the Miners activates. That's wonderful. Doing great, Lasagna, you got it! <laughs> the the four switch out, it's now Magneton versus Toidle. Oh, I forgot to add in my minor plus passive. I'm stupid. I get plus two on like all of my hits and uh, checks. And I'm being like super dumb, and I probably could have passed some checks because of that too. Let's pick it up. What does Toidle do? Uh, all right, Toidle. Let's see. What do we want to do here? Yeah, we're just gonna hit him with Flame Wheel. Might as well. Deck save. Natural twenty. All right. Um, we will say thanks to the new rules that there's no damage there. Yep. No damage on the crit. Okay. Very good. Magneton. Gonna spin around. Gonna spark some electricity around their body, and from their magnets launch off. A thunderbolt towards total eleven to hit. Nope, no damage for this round. As Bogus- very fun, yeah, very high fun. action, high octane. Yeah, uh, Bregolai's <laughs> just having too much fun, uh, and uh, taking away all the t- fun from all the other mons. Uh, Manectric versus Bregolad. All right, it's head smash time. It's time to last see it. one. Yeah, yep, last head smash. Does a seventeen hit? It does. Poggers. Will it be enough damage is the question. Uh, 27 damage. 27 is three more than was needed to knock out Watson's ace, the mag trick, as Bregolad charges forward and smashes its stony head right into Manectric's pointy, fluffy head, and Manectric is knocked out. Very good. Pseudo-Wudo dance. Pseudo-Wudo dance commences. Yes. You may notice that this will gradually begin to change the volt switch order. So... At the moment, Watson recalls Manectric, who is no longer able to battle, and out comes Raichu. Raichu versus Lasagna. All right, Lasagna. Clutch it out. The one HP. <laughs> Does it have one HP? No, um, Lasagna has one HP. Oh, Lasagna has one HP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Raichu. Raichu has a little bit, but... Yeah. Rock Blast time! Does a dirty 20 hit? It sure does. <laughs> uh, let's go! All right, Rock count. It is three, and the damage on that... 24 damage. 24 damage. 
as rocks launch out and smack Raichu. One after another, Raichu getting squiggly eyes, looking like it's going down as each rock fires off. You can see in the hall, in the chamber of the gym battle, all the gemstones in the room begin to glow and they siphon their energy towards lasagna. There's an explosion of bright light as lasagna is bombarded with gem crystal energy around the room. On the other side of the glowing lasagna-ness is a crustle. <gasps> yes, lasagna! You notice Crustle immediately, crappy. despite being familiar with crustles, that this crustle is no ordinary crustle. This crustle's oh. entire sedimentary rock is not a sedimentary rock, but is a large gemstone. He's so smart! Wait, he has stab on psychic moves! <laughs> he's crazy! Oh my god, he's sick! It's so cool for Ginley to see this incredible new form of Crustle, but in this exact moment, he's forced back into his Pokeball. He can't actually celebrate at all. So, uh, so <laughs> very anticlimactic. But he's still he's still crab brave through the evolution. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's like <laughs> crab braving that whole time. Watson has one Pokemon left. Ginley has three. It seems like this is going quite in his favor. Low health Magneton hits the field versus Toidle. All right, can we be fancy about this? Or is Flame Wheel just going to go ham? Let's see. What's the terrain look like? Like, I know we've been on the platform and stuff, but I'm wondering if I can finesse anything. I guess it um, wouldn't matter with Flame Wheel, huh? So yeah, be probably not. No, okay. Yeah, we can't flavor it. All right. Yeah, my flavor is going to be mostly combo moves with this boy. Um, Yeah, we'll just go for Flame Wheel. So. Sure. That's a 15 deck save for you. Oh, right. Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's no, fine. I should. Uh, 19. 19 to save. Okay. So you take half the damage. But it's super effective, so you can just roll normally. Yes, I'll roll normally. Okay. Um, 23 damage. 23 yeah. is also barely enough to finish off Magneton. Do you have a description for it? <laughs> ah! I think Tortle's going to make its best attempt at a jump up in the air. <laughs> it's going to go like a little high, but it starts spinning in the air and just uh -huh. comes down on Magneton. Very cool. Yeah. Toidle does that, and as Toidle connects, all of the different screws and magnets and metal balls kind of scatter, and Watson recalls his last Pokemon. Uh, he wheels up to Gimli and he says, Congratulations, what an incredible battle. Oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> he, he said, I, I thought we had a pretty even matchup, but it turns out you beat me 3-0. It was still pretty close. <laughs> he gives you... 175 Pokemon dollars. He hands you the Dynamo badge. It's a little circular badge that kind of looks like it's like a circuit or something. Mm -hmm. And he says, mind if I take your trainer card real quick? Absolutely. There you go. He runs it through with a little pocket machine that he has and he says, well, it looks like you got three badges now. With your next one, you'll be able to carry an additional Pokemon in your party. Congratulations. Very cool. Thank you. He says, first off, uh, I'd never seen a Crustle look like that before. That's so amazing. Uh, no, I know. It's just, he's a very cool guy. I love lasagna. He says, second off, when I first saw you at, uh, in Mauville City with the new Mauville situation, when you were with your group, I, I just didn't, I didn't notice this, but looking at you now, you, you remind me of someone. Do you have, do you have family around here? I've been looking for my son. Your son. Would your son, have your exact face and be a bit taller than you and a bit younger than you? Yeah. <laughs> he says, Absolutely. I, I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but before the new Marvel thing, before the Team Energy Siege, I was approached by two men in Marvel City, and they know that I, as a gym leader, have special access to these mines and these caves. There's a reason I was very involved in the Fallville Crawlway. And... This person who looks a lot like you, I'm assuming is your son, was joined by a man dressed fully in red, and he didn't speak at all. The, the, your boy was speaking for him, and they said that they required access to the crawlway, and I wasn't going to give it, but then the man revealed something to me. He revealed that he was a former Kanto champion, uh, and I didn't get a lot of details from them, but they said that there was something in this tunnel that they had to get. So I had to let them in. I conferenced with May. I sent her a message. She approved it, of course. But th this was about a month and a half ago. I have no oh. idea where they went from there. But I do have to let you know, if you're looking for your boy, 
I think I've seen him. Oh my god. Thank you so much. This information's amazing. I know he's here. <laughs> he says, of course. I, I don't know where here. I don't know if they're still in Hoenn. They could be anywhere, but I, I didn't think I would ever meet a Kanto champion like that, and let alone with someone else. I was very curious. I had so many questions, but I didn't have any time. I, I hope you have luck in finding him. Thank you so much. This is, means a lot, honestly. He says, one more thing before you go. Sure. I, I don't know why your boy and Champion Red decided to come here. I, I've heard rumors about Kanto Champion Red, and I understand he has a very powerful electric type on his team, which I always was fascinated with as an electric user myself. He wheels you, or he wheels himself over to like the side of the platform, and he asks you to follow him. Do you do that? Yeah. He points to like a little corner, and he says, do you see those glowing orbs that line the ceilings and the walls of this tunnel? Yeah, of course. He says, a specific species of Pokemon seems to love them cherish them like nothing else and he shines a light uh from from the platform to to the ground underneath the uh in, in into the tunnel and there you can see just like six or seven like pikachus and they're all like, just like vibing around all these orbs and he says i had a pikachu once and i caught them in this tunnel way and they loved these balls however when they finally evolved when i gave him a thunderstone he lost interest there's something going on within these mines involving electric types. And I'm still haven't gotten to the bottom of it. And with my bad legs, I don't think there's ever a way that I will, but I have a suspicion. I have a feeling that whatever red and your boy were doing here had to involve them. Hmm. That would make sense. He says, well, that's all I got. I think I got more trainers coming in. You can take this exclusive minecart back to the front entrance. If you'd like. Thank you. This and is awesome. He says, thank you so much for your challenge. Good luck with your adventure. And he ushers you off. You find your way back at the front of the gym. Mm -hmm. Any plans for Gimli on this day post gym battle? I don't think so. I think I'm just excited for what has happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how does Gimli intend to spend his day while his party members also do their challenges? So, I mean, my my gang, uh, the ones that battle definitely deserve a long rest. Yep. So I'm going to leave them in the care of the Pokemon Center and I'm okay. going to go out with um probably swap them out for just bringing bean and liz and lebowski out and we're gonna do some like forest training and stuff just to get them like more in shape because they haven't been out of the box in a while so okay sure any particular forest training in mind are you like do you have activities or do you just want to like find stuff athletic stuff to do what are you thinking i think finding just some athletic training for them and stuff is going to be the key okay um i'm also going to do combo attack i'm going to try to teach liz about backpacking stuff oh cool yeah yeah yeah, just to see like, oh, Lebowski do some weight training with like backpacking with Liz and then Liz is hanging on to support and like trying to do maneuvers like around like uh, either rocky or tree areas to try to help them climb and things like that by like hanging on and wrapping around things and stuff like that. And then same for Bean working out, just like <laughs> holding up, trying to lift each other up and things like that or, or whatever objects we can. Yeah, that's cool. I like yeah. that flavor. You can give them all athletics checks. Okay. And Bean's holding the gourd, right? Bean is holding the gourd, yes. Okay, understood. Uh, Lebowski gets a 19. Okay, that's very good. <laughs> Liz gets a 2. Okay. <laughs> that's not great. No. And then Bean gets... Bean gets a 12. Okay, not bad. Lebowski, feeling thrilled to be out back at it again. Feeling pumped up, feeling stronger. Uh, Bean doing great work. Feeling like it's he's learning a lot from this session. Liz kind of can't get a grip. Uh, Liz is having a hard time working their noodles to 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 make things work. Uh, you can also give them out of curiosity. Maybe they maybe they need a different type of instruction. Have them make a dexterity check this time. Well, like if they're hanging on, like I'm trying to see what because dexterity check might be worse. Um, okay, I just want to give you another chance to roll, but yeah, another another opportunity. Let me see. Because like I guess they're they're hanging on and they're focused on movement and stuff. Yeah. Could that be considered like survival? Sure. Yeah, uh, I, I could see it. This at yeah. least for Shuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they're focused on supporting and stuff like that. So yeah, why not? Um, that's a seventeen. Cool. Nice. Yes, you notice that all three of your Pokemon that have less activity than your main party are doing pretty well, and they might experience some upgrades at a certain point. Um, anything else that Gimli wants to do? 
just train in the woods until the rest of the party's done? Yeah, I think train in the woods, because most of it should be through morning, so. Yep. Cool. Thank you so much for listening to Gimli's third gym challenge. A few sessions ago, I made a plea to the listeners to join us on Discord and on Twitter and shout things at us and ask us questions. And man, did it work. We're having a really great time talking to everyone. It is really, really fun. If you would like to join in on that, please consider joining our Discord server. There's a link at the link tree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dunsparce. If you're craving Dunsparce and Drampa and cannot get enough content, you may also join the Patreon, where you can support us and make this show happen. Special thanks to our latest patron, Colbster. But truly, the best way that you can support us is leave a like, drop a follow, leave a review, and share it with someone that you think might enjoy listening to Dunsparce and Drampa. We'll see you on Tuesday. If there were other Pokemon nearby Toyle, they might have taken a little bit of splash damage from the from the wet flames. Maybe wet's the bad description, but uh, yeah, it, uh explosive flames. Bad. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Wet flames. Like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.